welcome to the Manic Podcast, Season 3, Episode 14. My name is Liam, and sitting across from me, through the powers of the internet, is the ever Tobiasy Tobias. You know what? That's a good description of me. I am Tobiasy. I mean, every day I've ever known you, you've not not been Tobiasy. I I think I'm 100% Tobias, and that's a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> there are two labels that would come on your packet. 100% Tobias has nuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. which i think is an important thing we, we could we'd all be thankful to know i'm thankful i contain nuts <laughs> <laughs> you'd be a little concerned the fact that it says may contain nuts it should say <laughs> definitely definitely contains there are nuts in here <laughs> i check daily <laughs> <laughs> you're very you're very conscious about everyone else's allergies that's what it is that's right, yeah. I mean, if anyone wants to check my nuts, you're not allowed. <laughs> For legal reasons, we have legal. to say that. <laughs> right, now, if all has gone to plan, and if, if the last few weeks have proven anything, they don't do that always. They don't, this they don't episode, plan, they? No, this episode should come out on the 31st of March, yeah. which is International Backup Day. Back up now. Give a brother room. And the way <laughs> we are celebrating that here at the Money Podcast is by looking at some of the, the actors who have not necessarily been backups for roles, but could have played roles, were lined up to play roles. Second choices, first choices that didn't happen. Yeah. A little bit of what ifs in some cases. This is basically the, this is basically the what if episode. And yeah. I mean, when it comes to knowing about actors who were almost in something, <laughs> there is... In this podcast, one man who reigns supreme above all else, and that is definitely Tobias. I have few talents, but this is one of them. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if you had a spreadsheet somewhere with, with, with this on it. I don't. I just contain the knowledge. <laughs> I don't need to remind myself. I just know stuff. He's a compendium of actor backups. Wow, compendium. <laughs> I know, right? I like, I like that. This week has done many things. Suggest that big words are happening is not one of them. <laughs> um uh, so, yeah, basically, for the theme of this week's episode, we're going to look at some of these potential choices and what-ifs, basically. Okay. As well as our normal stuff we do. Oh, yeah, do. we got the normal stuff. Well, we well, don't have the character battle. No. No, that's, no, that's, that's not taking hiatus. time out. They're, they're, be- they're between rounds at the moment. They're between rounds. The, the fighters are having some rest time. They're sucking up the some r Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Massages in a spa. <laughs> I'm just seeing someone trying to massage Pinhead going, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, this is not working for me. <laughs> right. So you know what, what Liam? Uh, I'm going to bring something to the table that I always bring to the table. A bit of Star Trek. Ooh. Yeah, some sexy Star Trek. Uh, right. I've got basically two things to talk about here. Um, the first one, I, I probably, I mean, did a Star Trek episode way, way, way back. Yeah, and I should probably—I probably discussed this at the time, right? So everyone knows that the first captain of the Enterprise of Star Trek was James T. Cook, played by yeah. William Shatner. But no, 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 he wasn't, um, because originally there was a pilot called the Cage, and it was actually Captain Christopher Pike, played by Jeffrey Hunter. Mm. Um, but the TV execs went. Nah, not sure about this. Um, maybe I tell you what, we don't hate it. We'll give you some money to make a second pilot. Just take on two things, two things on board. One, we don't like the fact that there's a woman in charge of people. Number one, so get rid of her. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. And the other thing is, can you get rid 
of the guy with the pointy ears. We don't like him. Uh, so what Gene Roddenberry did was got rid of everyone except for the guy with the pointy ears. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so Pike was thrown out and they brought in William Shatner as Kirk. So in a way, Kirk was a backup because had that first pilot gone ahead, we would have never had James T. Kirk. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? I know. Uh, and so who was it? Was it who was like who was it originally cast as lead? Oh, it's Pike, uh, Jeffrey Hunter, who actually died quite young, just a few years later. So had he been the lead, it wouldn't have gone very far. It w- we wouldn't have had all the films or anything like that from it because it couldn't have gone that way. Um, though the fact I like about the, who was playing number one uh, was Major Barrett, who at the time was Gene Roddenberry's mistress. Um, and basically forced her way into everything. So she stayed in Star Trek as Nurse Chapel and became the voice of every single Star Trek computer. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, did become wife eventually. But at the time, just mistress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, the thing about Pike is people will know him now because uh, not everyone's seen the pilot. But now mm. uh, the Kelvin films has Bruce Greenwood playing Pike as an admiral because he's older than Kirk. And currently in Discovery, we had Anson Mount playing Captain Pike, who is now getting his own series. It's yeah. uh, Strange New Worlds with Ethan Peck as uh, Spock and uh, Rebecca Remain as number one. The character got ditched because she was a female in charge. So we're getting that. Did that all make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, no, it did. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the other Star Trek thing, because I could list tons, I could literally go through, but I'll, I'll just name the other one because this is actually more in line with the whole backup side of things. Um, Star Trek Voyager. Uh, at one point, they were like toying with having a male captain again and looked at uh, Nigel Havers for the role. That didn't happen. Uh, they went with the female captain and cast Genevieve Bajold, who uh, you won't recognize because she lasted, I think, less than a week. She, there are scenes you can, if you Google it, you can find her playing Captain Janeway. Oh, really? Yes, but they just didn't feel like it was really working, ditched her, and got Kate Mulgrew in. So she was a recast, literally, because someone else had been playing that role. And obviously, they, because of that, they basically had um, on set issues, didn't they? Because obviously, Kate Mulgrew didn't like what well, was it? She didn't like um, the person who played uh, Seven and Nine. Well, Seven came in later, Kate yeah. Mulgrew very much didn't like she was dead against the idea of because Janeway was a female the first female captain she didn't want to have a romance she didn't want to do this she wanted to be treated the same way that the other male captains were yeah uh, you know and she she's she's complained about how many meetings they had about how long her hair should be and all this kind of thing and should she wear a yeah, skirt it, it, all that kind of stuff. when you look at it it's not good no, it, there's no reason that you can't just go. Well, let's look at the the character side of this, not yeah. the aesthetic side of it. Yeah. Now she put up a lot of resistance to romances in it because uh, she she just didn't want that to be what the first female captain became would become known for. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was an actual recasting. Now I'm going to jump now to film. Ooh. Now this is this one's quite famous. I'll be quite surprised if people don't know this. But obviously, I mean, I, I'm going to ask you a question. Oh. Because everyone knows that Michael J. Fox plays Marty McFly in the Back to the Future films. Yeah. But he wasn't originally cast. Who was? I don't know, but we have definitely discussed we, it. We definitely have. Um, Eric Stoltz 
was originally oh, yeah. cast. Um, but they thought he looked too old for the part. Uh, so recast him with Michael J. Fox, who actually was older than Eric Stoltz, <laughs> but looked baby-faced. Uh, but the thing is, if you look in the right place in the film, a scene that Eric Stoltz shot is still in the film. Really? So er- er- Eric Stoltz is in the film. Just you wouldn't know it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I think if I remember from the last time we discussed it, there's some shots of like, is it the back of his head or is it literally an unright shot? Of I think, him in the no, cup? no, you can't see his face, but it's I think it's the back of his head. I think it's when they've, they've done the, the jump, as it were, and I think running through the fire or something. Mm. I think that's it. I don't think that's Michael J. Fox. Uh, but that that's cool. Um, Another one which which we have mentioned before, which is relates to a film one of one of your favourite films. Yeah, is The Matrix. Yeah, and obviously we've again some of these we have discussed before. Um, this one was quite recent. I feel I'm sure we. I, we've I think we it. have mentioned it before. Um, and yeah. the fact that Will Smith for Neo, yeah, turned it down. Yeah, because he didn't really get it. Mm, which uh, I, I mean, I looking at the film, I can fully get how you'd look at the script and maybe just not click with it. Yeah. Because it is very abstract, especially for the times. Yeah. yeah um, and uh, I mean, it does make you think. You, I mean, very different style of actor. Very different style. But Will Smith was all that at the at the time. He was very much, uh, you know, he'd done Independence Day. He'd done Men in Black. Everyone wanted Will Smith at the time. Well, yeah. Um, it's the same with any any actor, really, isn't it? When they kind of get to a certain point, they're like the the golden child of yeah. it, aren't they? Everyone wants them. But then his wife ended up in the sequels. Uh, but the the fact about the Matrix that I gave you, I think last time we discussed it, was just as Will Smith was offered the part of Neo and turned it down. Uh, there were a lot of other actors, like Ewan McGregor, I think, went for it at one point. Uh, I don't know if it was offered to him, but obviously he was never Ewan McGregor. Uh, but Obviously, uh, Lawrence Fishburne became Morpheus. But that happened after Val Kilmer went in to read for it and basically found out who else was running. And as soon as he heard that Lawrence Fishburne was going for it, he he stepped aside and went, nope, Lawrence Fishburne is much better for this part than I am. Mm. That's quite that's quite a big deal. It is, that uh, is huge, yeah. really. Um, going to Lord of the Rings. Mm. Um. I mean, we could talk for quite a while about actors who were considered for Gandalf. Yeah. My favourite one to... Uh, the two the two best ones to mention, really, are uh, Patrick Stewart. Didn't get it. He didn't understand The Lord of the Rings at all. <laughs> I, just like, I just like the idea of Patrick Stewart reading through the script going, this will never catch on. <laughs> <laughs> this is rubbish. <laughs> Mind you, what's funny about that is uh, when Patrick Stewart was going for Star Trek, Ian McKellen tried to talk him out of it. So, that's quite funny, I think. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, Sean Connery also was up for Gandalf. I think they offered it to Sean Connery. And I'm like, that's... I can see that, though. I can see that one more than Patrick Stewart. I th- they just wanted older white guys. Like, yeah. With white hair and stuff. Yeah, you know? I, I can see uh, that. But, I mean, this is all just leading up to the fact that those were people who never made it to film. Yeah. It was by the time they started shooting, it was Ian McKellen. Mm. But uh, Aragorn was not originally Vigo Matenzen. They started playing uh, with someone called Stuart Townsend, was cast and had joined everyone. He was there, he was on set. Uh, and then they started filming and realized, 
oh, you're way too young. <laughs> this is not working at all. I'm going to Google them. Because uh, the name sounds familiar. I believe he may have played the vampire Lestat at some point in Queen of the Damned. I'm going to say Townsend. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, he, he's 48 now. Mm-hmm. Wow, uh, he doesn't exactly look elderly now. Yeah, <laughs> I can. I think that was a good choice. Then, yeah, to kind of to to step away from that. That's the thing is sometimes when you are putting these things, sometimes when you are doing these things, you're putting someone together. You'll know from we'll both know from casting. Yeah. You have an idea in your head of something, and then sometimes you do get to that point where you, someone's actually been placed in the role, and it's not until you actually see them interacting with the rest of the cast and properly. Yes. Being that role where you go, ah, this isn't this isn't right, and that's really unfortunate mm. to have to kind of pull that away from someone. But it it does happen, and it makes perfect sense to not know that until you're in the throes of it. So that's why you should get actors to screen test with the other actors that they're going to be working with. Yeah, which is definitely something they do a lot more now. Yes, more. and uh, uh, you know, will at some point be a, a Marvel section. That we're going to be talking about, but we'll put, <laughs> we'll put it off. <laughs> we'll put it yeah, off. Yeah, because let's be real. When we hit that, <laughs> yeah. Um, though that said, not a million miles from it. I would just at this moment like to talk about Batman. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> you yeah. Like, should we? Should we really? Should we? Is it not tempting <laughs> fate? Yeah. The, right. the manic Batman curse. <laughs> yeah. It's only a little, little bit. Um, but obviously, if you look at the the 80s and 90s films, there was four of them. Yeah. And we went through three Batman in four films. Uh, so it was Michael Keaton for the first two films. He was meant to come back for the third, but decided not to because Tim Burton wasn't coming back. Uh, and then we got Val Kilmer. And then Val Kilmer didn't get on with Joel Schumacher, the new director. And that's how we got George Clooney. Mm. But uh, there were a lot of other situations going on with the fact that Robin Williams didn't have a good time with Batman because Robin Williams was originally cast as the Joker, but then got completely overlooked because Jack Nicholson wanted in. Uh, and then Robin Williams was meant to be the Riddler and got overlooked because Jim Carrey wanted it. <laughs> Robin Williams would have been so good as many characters. Yes, uh, but he was a little bit, I think, deflated after being dropped by Batman twice. <laughs> uh, and as, you know, as Joker and Riddler... Big characters. Um, but there were there was a situation of recasting going on. Yeah. Kind of like what we're talking about. Someone who was cast in a role. Yeah. And someone else coming in. So in the first Batman film with Michael Keaton, uh, Harvey Dent is played by Billy D. Williams, who most people will know as Lando Calrissian from yeah. Star Wars. So he plays Harvey Dent, who... And he had uh, a contract for multiple films to become Two-Face. Okay. Uh, originally, the character of Max Shrek, played by Christopher Walken in Batman Returns, was meant to be Harvey Dent and at the end become Two-Face. Okay. But they stopped that idea and just made it like a unique character. But then they did actually have Two-Face in Batman Forever. Yeah. But Joel Schumacher decided that he didn't want Billy D. Williams. So actually had to pay off Billy D. Williams's contract to then get Tommy Lee Jones in. So that's one element there. <laughs> so they had basically 
for Batman Forever, they paid two actors for Harvey Dent. That's crazy. No, it gets it gets better because <laughs> that's not the only character they did that for. Because in Batman Returns, uh, Damon Wayans was cast and I believe shot. He may not have shot, but he was definitely cast as Dick Grayson in Batman Returns. But then that was never used. But he got right. paid for the film and he had a two film deal. So when it came to having Robin in Batman Forever, Joel Schumacher had to pay off Damon Wayans. So Damon Wayans got paid for two films he was not in. That's crazy. And then they got Chris O'Donnell in. <laughs> so again, two Robins and two Two Faces for one film. <laughs> I mean, that that is the politics in that alone. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. While we're on the subject of the of the man of bat, oh yeah, if we jump forward to the more kind of the the, the times before there was a, a bat a bat fleck, and we're looking oh. more at the Dark Knight stuff. Yeah, now, obviously Aaron Eckhart played um, Harvey Dent. Yeah, he did. Do you know someone who who was outright offered the role? Was it Matt Damon? It was Matt Damon. Yeah. And the only reason he didn't do it is it clashed with the Born Ultimatum. Is that the reason? I didn't know yeah. the reason. Yeah. And so can you, I mean, I think we can agree they, they massively underused to uh, Harvey Dent in it. They they did, really, I think. They went the wrong way, especially with what happened with Yeah, Heath it was Ledger. unfortunate. But even even without that, they just they generally just, I think, wasted the character. I mean, it was good, but they, yeah, they kind of. I don't know, I he is one of the one of the big villains. Yes. He's not just one of the random ones you've never heard of. He's not Polka Dot Man. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Which one? Well, uh, Polka Dot Man, who is in A the new Suicide Squad. Is he? Yep. Oh. Outright one of them. That's all right. <laughs> just one of them, though. That's but, okay. um, yeah, he is one of the big... He's in, like, the the, uh, the Rogues Gallery. Yeah. Um, but I just think, look at the difference alone. I mean, Matt Damon w- would have brought a different element to that role. I mean, I, I can't say I'm a huge fan of Matt Damon, but I don't have anything against him. I just can't think of anything no, I absolutely love him in. No, to be fair, wouldn't you love to see Matt Damon as Two-Face opposite Ben Affleck's Batman? That would be kind of cool. It would be interesting. Now, something else that Matt Damon was also offered, and I don't know the reason he didn't take it, was Jake in Avatar. The, really? Uh, yep. Again, I um, actually, I've, I've, I've still got, I think I've got a page open somewhere here, which will explain about that. Let me see if I can find it. So I think it's some facts. Uh, right, okay. Actually, I've mixed my facts. It, it's the right person. He turned down Avatar because of Born Ultimatum. Right. Um, it it doesn't give an actual reason for why he turned down um, Dent. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. I mean, I think they went the right way with Avatar. I think I don't think I'd have. I don't think the role would have been improved by Matt Damon. I can't see anything he'd bring to it different. I th- I think what helps at that stage was. Really, neither Sam Worthington or Zoe Saldana were really known. Yeah, it was almost breakout, wasn't it? Mm. So that worked quite well. Because you would have just been going, well, that's just Matt Damon, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? As we were on Batman, when uh christian bale got cast can you name any other actors who were up for the part of batman no i can't i mean again this is one of the things i think i have heard before we may have even mentioned it on cast early but, days with the with the infamous episodes but um no i can't remember well i'll just name two 
Okay. Uh, one was Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh. Oh, who, okay. Very different. Who's going who's gonna to segue to something else in a minute? Okay. I've got a plan. Mm. Uh, but the other one, Joshua Jackson. You know, from Fringe. Yeah, Joshua Jackson. Would have been Batman. I can <laughs> see that more than Jake Gyllenhaal, though. Okay, I think I can see him, but he's got the wrong voice for it. I don't think he's got the voice for Batman. Yeah. I mean, if you took maybe Jake Gyllenhaal's voice and gave that to Joshua Jackson, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe a bit more there. Maybe. Uh, okay. Right. But using the Jake Gyllenhaal connection there, right. we're going to just swing over, not fully, not fully to Marvel, but Are we going to dip Marvel. our toes in the Marvel pool? Yes. Okay. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films. Yeah. When it came to filming the second Spider-Man film, which everyone loves because it's Doc Ock. Yeah. Yeah. Tobey Maguire nearly couldn't do it. Because oh. Tobey Maguire had filmed the film Seabiscuit and fell off the horse. And oh. really had bad back damage. Uh, and they didn't think he could maybe do it anymore. Uh, and at the time, uh, Kirsten Dunst, who played obviously MJ, was dating Jake Gyllenhaal. And Jake Gyllenhaal started toning up and uh, suiting up, ready to be the new Spider-Man, if necessary. That is some scary stuff. Because, I mean, you look at, like, Christopher Reeves, it shows you how serious horse injuries can be. That's, like, life-ending career done. Mm -hmm. That is scary. Lucky as well that that it didn't do anything. But I say, we've dipped our toes in the Marvel pool. I think what we'll do is we'll save actual Marvel until after a segment. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because that'll yeah. be the big one. Um, yeah. So any non non uh, Marvel. Now I've got a couple written, a couple I've just noted down here. Um, now obviously Buffy the Vampire Slayer, famously played by Sarah Michelle Gellar. But obviously she, <laughs> but obviously she didn't go in for that role. She auditioned for Cordelia. Yeah. Who Likewise. was offered the role? Offered the role. That's what I've got. Offered the role and turned it down because they wanted to finish college. Oh, I don't know this fact. Go Katie with it. Holmes. I did know that fact. I mean, I, I think that, I know. think we got the better outcome personally. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, because uh, she wanted to finish college, um, and they offered her the role outright. No, couldn't take it. Wanted to wanted to put her education first. Um, Christian Carpenter, who played Cordelia. Yeah. Went for Buffy. But that happens so often. Like, this is not quite the same, but you look at um, uh, Dominic Monaghan. Uh, he plays Charlie in Lost. Yes. Um, auditioned for Sawyer. Yes, fair enough. And also... And then they they were like, nope, not right for you. Yeah, so now we're on Lost. Who was originally cast as Jack? I'm not sure off the top of my head. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Oh, because they wanted to kill him off. In the pilot, yeah. yeah that but makes when sense, they made the actor. when they made the decision to keep him alive, Michael Keane went, "I'm out." <laughs> yeah, I get that though, because again, much like Matrix, when you look at it, it's a script-wise, I can imagine it's a bit out there. It's just, it looks on the top like just a basic desert island I thing. Just, I think he just liked the idea being killed of off, coming in for an episode, being the big, it. being the big name, and then yeah, being killed off. Because yeah. Kate was meant to be the main character. Oh, so glad that didn't happen. <laughs> I just don't think she's a good character in it. <laughs> um, I'm to see what else I've got written here. Okay, we'll go to another really big series, Breaking Bad. Yes. Walter White, famously played by Brian Cranston. Yes. Someone else who was outright... Do you know someone else who was outright offered the role? I don't know anything about the casting of this, no. Matthew Broderick. 
kind of see it. I can see it, but again, very much like um, Will Smith and Neo, it would have been a very different version. But I know that a lot of people were very dubious about Brian Cranston because he'd been known for playing this slapstick, silly comedy actor. Yeah. Um, but obviously he proved it wrong. So um, Matthew Broderick would have been a very different style of style of uh, Walter White. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people might have even preferred it. You never know. You do, ne- you do <clears throat> never know. Um, Walter White is a really big, famous role, especially nowadays. But um, yeah. like movie wise, there are some roles which are more, not quite not big, but more iconic, like Forrest Gump, for example. Yeah. Famously. Tom Hanks, yeah. um, but the fact that they outright offered it to John Travolta and Bill Murray, I think they went better with Tom Hanks. Definitely, especially as like the whole characterization came from Tom Hanks, and like watching one the child who played him as young Tom, um, Forrest Gump, that was yeah. a Tom Hanks choice, and his way of getting into it. So it does question like out of the two of them, I'd have preferred John Travolta than Bill Murray as that role. <clears throat> I, my problem there is I don't really like John Travolta. I think he's kind of overrated. <laughs> I agree with you. But I also think out of the two of them, he he's more capable of playing that serious role than Bill Murray would be. Bill Murray can only really seem to play Bill Murray. Yeah. Oh, I like that. You cool. I, I completely agree. I think we should do a segment. Oh, a segment A. You know what? It's normally you who brings on the segments, but I feel like a segment. <laughs> oh, then. Which one are we going to do? Uh, let's be exclusive, shall we? Ooh, exclusive. I just want to see the badger. <laughs> I miss that badger. Oh, uh, it's a cheeky badger. He's a cheeky badger. Now, obviously... Oh, oh you're right. Micro- microphone down. Mic oh, down, mic down. I've, I've clicked things now. Oh, Mic down. There we go, Mike down. Who's Mike? I don't know, but he's down. Yeah, but he's down. Ah, uh, right, okay. It's wrapped around my leg and I adjusted myself. This was a mistake. <laughs> Hello, for fine. <laughs> right, yeah. so, recently, we added a way for you lovely people to get exclusive content from the Manic Podcast. A way of you joining a very exclusive family and group of people and that is the manic patreon yeah i mean we're we're saying that it was recently it was seven months ago mate (laughs) (laughs) since covid happened everything is recently yeah i'm writing that entire period off as like like the equivalent of like a couple of months yeah because the amount of activity we've done in that period of time might as well be less than a couple of months yeah we've got to do a shout out we can't yet though so shush Oh, do we do? Hang on. Do we do the shout out before we go in or in? Have we got to do a shout out? Yes. Why? Because Zane's now top tier. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, you get to shout out outside of it. Really? Yeah, because it's a public shout out. Like, <laughs> welcome to the group. Oh, I thought you meant off of the cast. Like, just on. <laughs> like, yeah, like, we, on just, we just talk about like, it to oh, each other. I'm sure. I'm sure. We just talk about it to each other and never mention it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, one of our uh, base level uh, patrons decided that they enjoyed being part of our group so much that they were going to upgrade and not just to the medium tier, my friends. 
to the top tier. Top tier! Where the party is happening. Creme de la creme. The creme de la creme of the Manic Podcast. So, Zane, welcome to the captain's table. Welcome yeah. to the exclusive content that only top tier patrons get. Ah, yeah. Exciting. 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 Time. You get to shake the badger's paw. <laughs> you do, but wash your hands afterwards because badgers live in the ground. Dirty badgers. <laughs> dirty, dirty badgers. <laughs> so, what's going to happen? We're going to do a countdown in a minute, go into an exclusive content. But don't worry if you don't want to pay for an exclusive content. You'll still hear the rest of this episode just without an exclusive content. So, you'll hear us do a countdown and then we'll cheer as if something fun happened. Yeah. And you know what? You won't know what we said about you. Because we're definitely talking about you. you, You specifically, (laughs) you listening who thinks we're not talking about you, we are. Yeah. So we're going to go into an exclusive content. uh, We're going to go to an exclusive segment in three, two, five, one. Oh my goodness, that badger is on one this week. I'm not sure I liked him this week. Do you know what? I think I, I think he's aware of his fame now. Yeah. Um. And I think big for his boots now. Yeah, I think the phrase. They say money can't buy you happiness, and I think it's fair to say that fame doesn't make badgers nice. No. Um, I think it will catch on as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he needs to be brought down a peg or two, really, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out what does that next time on the Manic Podcast. <laughs> next time on the Manic exclusive segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so look, going back to our backup theme, I think it's fair to jump fully-fledged into... The, the Marvel pool now. Yeah. So, Tobias. Yeah. Take it away. <laughs> okay. Well, first things first. Who was originally up for Iron Man? Uh, Jason Donovan. No. Oh, it was a long shot. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> if you gone, how did you know that, Liam? <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would have been quite a wild one. Now, Tom Cruise. Uh, Tom Cruise was looking to produce it himself. Uh, but had he... Now, we all know that I love the TC, but had he, I don't think we would have had the franchise that we've now got. Very, it definitely would have been a very yes. different but version. we might still see him, because there's rumours that when we get to the multiverse of madness, they might start looking at the actors who are almost the parts Clever. in playing them. So we could get Clever. TC as Iron Man for like a scene. That that's might pretty be cool. That's, that's yeah. a really cool yeah. idea. Uh, although, the first thing that I'm going to say about an actual backup actor the first time this really properly happened was, and we definitely have mentioned this on the cast. Um, Emily Blunt was originally cast as Black Widow. Yeah. Yes. You know, but had to pull out because Gulliver's Travels was overrunning. Uh, You know, that Oscar winning film. Uh, (laughs) But once she, uh, once she exited, they got Scar Joe in. Scar Joe was great she's you know we are now waiting that's been shifted back again we're waiting for her solo film to finally come out i've been doing it for a very long time oh july hopefully the fact that they've also now announced the the disney plus release along with it means yeah yeah, it'll come out one way or another um but yeah so that was i think in the mcu the first case of someone having to be replaced yeah um um, it's quite famous who was nearly Captain America. Now, you should know this one because it's actually well, again, right. these are things that we've probably discussed before, but the problem is, I just don't remember these facts, right? So, someone now, this he got so close to it 
that he got as far as putting on the suit. Right. For Captain America, John Krasinski uh, actually got to put on the suit and he basically said, it's actually on TikTok now. I saw it actually like yesterday. I already knew it. I didn't need the TikTok to know the the knowledge. Uh, but he basically was doing an interview and said, so he put he put on the suit and just as he was standing there, Chris Hemsworth walked by <laughs> and he just went, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's like, no, that's the superhero. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. a real harsh reality slap <laughs> yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah. Um although actually I say you know what? Going back a bit, I realised I said about the whole Scarlett Johansson replacing um, Emily Blunt. So Emily Blunt didn't actually ever get into the MCU as yet. Yeah. Um, Emily Blunt was then actually offered Peggy Carter, but turned it down. So we got the lovely Hayley Atwell. Uh, but, of course, I was missing out the fact that in Iron Man 2, Don Cheadle mm. replaced Terence Howard. Uh, yeah, that, that's Rudy. not that's not even a near cast. That is a full on backup. <laughs> that is a full on. We don't want that guy anymore. Because actually, they wanted Don Cheadle in the first place. That's really harsh. That's the thing. Yeah, uh, they wanted Don Cheadle. Couldn't get him. Terence Howard was the first person cast in Iron Man, and therefore the MCU, and was paid way way more money than Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and I think that was part of the problem. In fact, yeah, it wasn't sustainable, was it, realistically? Terrence uh, Howard blocked Robert Downey Jr. the audition. Uh, crazy. Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. Really crazy, isn't it? Yeah, he's not happy with it anymore. And likewise, the very next time we get a full-on recast, Mark Ruffalo oh, took gosh. over from uh, Edward Norton. This is true. Yeah, I think we kind of forget that happened sometimes compared to like the Don Cheadle one is more obvious. Yes, it's because obviously the Hulk kind of kept, came before. People kind of ignore the film a lot of time. I, I mean, I've recently watched them all for the first time, and I know our friend Emily is now rewatching them, and yeah. I know that at least initially they were skipped. Yeah. So you know, it kind of makes sense for people to just kind of forget that existed. Yeah, because it's you know, it's not on Disney Plus because it's a Universal film. Well, the thing is, like the Don Cheadle switch, yes, you can kind of forgive because he's a side character. Yes, he's but not your to... he's not your lead. But with Hulk, when Bruce Banner, the main person, is swapped out, you notice it with no explanation. Know. It like an outright look. Now they're just this person. Though now there is a um a comic, and I think it's like uh, canon, and it shows Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner with uh Liv Tyler's Betty Ross. Yeah. It kind of puts Mark Ruffalo in that scenario, which we've never really properly had, except for like General Ross becoming Senator Ross and stuff like that. Um so those are two big recasts. We have recently had some more re-recasts. Right. Um one again was a main character early on, but not when they turned up again. So Red Skull. Okay. Originally played by Hugo Weaving, but Hugo Weaving didn't want to return for Infinity War and Endgame, so it became Ross McQuan from uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Who, who actually practiced and practiced his impression of Hugo Weaving. And then they said, No, we don't really want you to do an impression of Hugo Weaving because the character is so much older now and withered 
kind of yeah, do your own a, thing. It's basically a different character at this point, isn't Almost, it? Almost, really? yeah. He's a gatekeeper now rather than... Uh, to be honest, if, if you didn't... If I hadn't been told that that was Red Skull, I wouldn't know. Really? No. Okay. No. I, don't, I actually don't think the accent is prevalent enough. Oh, you see, I, I just knew. I kind of got it, so... Yeah, yeah, I didn't get that from watching it. And when someone told it to me, I kind of went, oh, okay, I see that. But yeah. especially having them rewatched them re- fairly recently, I don't... The accent, I just don't hear it that much. Okay, fair enough. Um, but that was basically orders that he got from the is the bosses, yeah. basically. Like, no, you're actually too Hugo Reaving. But that's fair. I think it's fair to say don't just do an impression. Yeah. Do, do yeah. your own modern version of that role. I think make is the better way to do it. Yeah. Um. Again, it's kind of. I, I'm afraid on these one, I don't know the actors' names. Okay. But Cassie Lang in the Ant Man films. Yeah. Uh, basically, very young in the the first two. So I, uh, Abby Ryder Fortson. I do know the actress of that because she's on the credits, that's and I know that stuff. I know that stuff. <laughs> when they're on the main credits, I know. <laughs> uh, but so she played young Cassie Lang. But then, obviously, in Endgame, got aged up. Yeah. I want to say the actress is Emma Thurman. I could be wrong. Uh, So she plays the older Cassie Lang and introduced to the world of Marvel. Now, unfortunately for that actress, uh, Cassie Lang has got a much, much bigger role in the next Ant-Man film. So they've recast. They've recast with someone new. Um, That's, I think, to do with the fact of they... Everything seems to be pointing that the next Avengers film is going to be a young Avengers film. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen a lot of, especially on TikTok, that's where I get yes, really they've been going on that a lot. A lot yeah. about the young Avengers. Now you've got the, 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 you've got Wanda's kids, whatever state they're in. Yeah, the kids who were introduced in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So it looks like they did that classic, what I think they do in the soaps. You get a younger actor until that character get some main story and then, and then you go oh no now we need to make them good yes or at least yes. tolerable yes so it's like <laughs> we did not think ahead people we did not think ahead <laughs> um i'm trying to think right actually not a recast because these people never played the part they were never cast but the part of doctor strange was yeah. offered to joaquin phoenix oh okay who didn't want to commit to a lot of films that's Which is very crazy. much with Marvel, you need to. Uh, and at one point, they looked at Johnny Depp as well. But Johnny Depp has sort of fallen out of favour. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see Depp doing it more than yeah. uh, Phoenix. Also, uh, Ethan Hawke. Oh, okay. And I wouldn't mind that. I quite like Ethan Hawke. Uh, but I do like Benedict, so I'm kind of glad they went with Benedict. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean... I'm trying to think of... There are loads that... You could go for every main character and go who was considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we won't go through all them. But actually, I feel like switching out on the MCU. Because there's one main, there's one main one. That just remember every, that once we leave the MCU... Hang on. That's just, I'm having a look at all my figures to go, <laughs> wait, is there any major one that I need to talk about? Um, no, I think I'm going to go with it. That's Oh, actually, I will say, because I, again, I did know this, but Tom Hiddleston never auditioned for Loki. Oh, really? He auditioned for Thor. 
and was given Loki. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I have heard that one before. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that that's cool. I like that. Um, there's been a few times, actually, when a particular actor has auditioned for a particular role, that but they didn't fit that, but then were given another one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You go for a role and then they go, yeah. we don't think you're right for that, but we like you. Yes. And that's always nice. I always think that's good when that, that comes around. Okay. Uh, but start sticking with Marvel, but not the MCU. Okay. Uh, this is famous. Everyone knows this by now. One of the most famous actors in the X-Men, Hugh Jackman, basically owes his career to X-Men. Yeah. Was a, re- was a recast. Because Wolverine was originally cast with Dougray Scott. But Mission Impossible 2 overran. He had to pull out of the film. And it became Hughes. How different would the X-Men films have gone? I mean, you look at how the role is now. And the the, the struggle we had with the last season where we were recasting the X-Men. Yes. Just trying to follow on from Hugh Jackman is a nightmare. Yes. So the, the question of what would it have been like is almost impossible to really get into. I tell you what, we'd probably have a better time recasting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, it would be like, yeah, that was all right. I actually like to think, because what I, I found was a problem with the X-Men films when it was over at Fox, it became, it became the Wolverine show. All the other characters were sidelined. And yeah. maybe with Dougray Scott, they may have not focused quite as much on Wolverine. Well, Hugh Jackman's quite likable generally. Yeah, and he, you know, he, he worked for it all. Um, I suppose the question is, would would Dougray Scott have made the character more how the character is meant to be? Possibly. Because obviously, Hugh Jackman's version is more likable than Logan is meant to be. Logan's not meant to be a very nice character a lot of the time. That's the thing is, he's not actually that comic accurate. That's, that's, no, no. no, he's well, not. He, he's quite short, isn't he, in, in it? Yeah. Uh, he's quite stout. He's, he's generally an, an angry, grumpy old man, basically. When you consider... When you consider... Genuinely, now this actor's not even with us anymore. This is how dodgy this is. When they were originally looking at actors to play Wolverine, they considered Bob Hoskins. Yes, and scary. that's just like I'm. I'm definitely glad they didn't go down that route. <laughs> but I see what they were doing because actually, personality-wise, he is more grouchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Wolverine, Hugh Jackman—that's quite a famous one that most people do know. Um. Uh, the Terminators, you know, the old Terminators. Yep. Uh, it's, you know, uh, Arnie. Good old Arn. Arnie. Obviously, when you think of Arnie, you think the Terminator. Yeah. Not first choice. Not first choice. I think he may have been the first one to be cast. Like, he was definitely the Terminator. Yeah. But originally, they considered O.J. Simpson for the role. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, um... Actually, when they were trying to pitch the idea, it was Lance Henriksen who went dressed as the Terminator. Mm. So that that would have been different. Yeah, just uh, a bit. Yeah. Mind you, actually, we go back to Batman now for a second because I forgot to include <laughs> this. Patrick Stewart was up for Mr. Freeze and then Arnie came in. Yeah. Worst thing ever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> still, still bitter. Still bitter. Still bitter. I will never get over that. <laughs> no, that is pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, should we do our last segment? I think we should. I think we yes. should. Because this is already one fifteen before I did. Oh, in all fairness, you disappeared several times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can easily cut 10 minutes off cool. of this. Right. So, segment, which is... Casting Couch! 
Was that good for you? Oh, it was good. Yeah, the earth moved. Right, ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to the podcast, you crazy people, why did you start with this episode? Uh, right, every episode, we like to recast someone from the Lord of the Rings as if it was being made today. The one rule is we can't cast anyone who was in Lord of the Rings. All the yeah. Right, so uh, this, this week, we are casting my favourite member of the Fellowship. Legolas. Originally yeah. played by Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Um, who actually ended up in The Hobbit. Shouldn't have done. And I wish they hadn't. Because they got it all wrong <laughs> and made him much older when it was a prequel. I didn't really understand what they did. Yeah. Uh, but I loved the, the graceful elf in the original Lord of the Rings. The graceful elf. The, the graceful elf. He was my favourite <laughs> character. I, only I love had... that. The graceful elf. I, I only had... <laughs> I think two. I think I had three. But two figures from Lord of the Rings. One was Wormtongue, and the main one was Legolas. So, right. So we are now going to come up with four options that we will then put on a poll on Twitter, and you can vote for who you want. Yeah. Liam. Hello. Give me your first choice of who you think could play Legolas, the graceful elf. The graceful elf. Right, okay, so... I did this the same as I've done a couple of times. I googled what he was meant to look like in the book, so I wasn't just basing it on the film. Never do it. Cool. No, that's fair. <laughs> this is what I've got. This is a sentence that came up. Legolas was described as being fair of face beyond the measure of man. As well as that, he had long hands. <laughs> uh, and I just think that's such a flippant comment to end. A face, a fair of face beyond the measure of man is such a good sentence. To then end it with, as well as that, he had long hands. Yeah. That's like saying, oh, I love everything about you and stuff. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, but it didn't really help with the description, but. You, you think... then Googled actors with long hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anyway, my first choice. Yes. Is Tom Hiddleston. Nice. For me, too old. Personally. That's I, I mean, mean, I will say both mine are, aren't super young. Cool. Uh, one of mine is one of mine is um, right. So Tom Hiddleston, Loki, already mentioned him today because uh, yeah, thing. Uh, actually, I'm not gonna lie, I considered him for a bit, but then I went too old. Yeah. He has got like an elf-like quality to him, though. I I do I do see that. So he could play an elf. Um, right, okay. So my first choice is someone who I can't always pronounce the name of. Oh. So, I uh, apologise if I butcher this name. Timothy Chalamet. Oh, Timothy Chalamet, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, him. Um, he's quiet and vogue at the moment. People yeah. like him. Uh, and I saw him in an interview, and I was like, actually, I could kind of see you as an elf. That would work. You, He seems to be doing roles. Like, I haven't seen him in much, to be honest. But I'm like, without looking like Orlando Bloom, I could see him doing Orlando Bloom stuff. Yeah. So I I am going to choose. I did just think of someone else just then, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Timothy as my okay. first choice for the okay. Right for my second choice, I had a couple of options who I thought of going with, yeah. and I ended up ruling out some because one I can't remember who won the last option. Oh, I don't think it's actually finished yet. Uh, I can tell you who's winning as Faramir. Yep, it's unusual doing the Lord of the Rings for me to be winning. 
you right between us we put up three supernatural options yeah and it's Domino gleason who's not from supernatural who's know, winning right. <laughs> now i will say i almost considered putting alexander calvera across because i thought he looked fair enough for it yeah. he looked fair of face and i i don't know how long his hands are but i didn't i thought no because i wasn't sure with the status of that that it could yeah, turn that, it around still yeah. i didn't want to put any of them across so yeah. i've got someone who i don't think he'll agree is right for it okay but i i i thought would be interesting i've right. put sam claflin across oh you know you see i really like sam claflin um and just to just to say this we we have a mutual friend who is facebook friends with sam claflin it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah uh it's all right she doesn't listen to the podcast never mind uh but yeah so i like sam Gavin. i i mean i i think he, he's probably too old he is now but if you thought think of him as like finnick uh in hunger games he's a bit more there but i also think of him as being quite short he's probably not that short but i'm now thinking of loads of people i mean he's 34 he's he's younger than Orlando bloom is now now yeah so yeah, I mean that's like seven, seven or eight years. Yeah, but remember, Orlando Bloom was pretty young. He was twenty-two in Two Towers. So yeah, right, okay. So you went. Oh, I see. I'm not against that. That's the thing is, I went for two like... people who might not be perfect for like the aging of it, but I could see them if they cast. I could see them casting. Yeah. Now we've got an option here. Oh, I love options because I could just give you because I've got a, I've got a couple of people I could give my of my own options. But we had someone, a friend of the show, uh-huh. who's not been on the show, but maybe one day she will be. I don't know. Uh, Amy Lunn, one of our regular listeners and colleagues, yeah, uh, literally just messaged me going, this is a person I think should play Legolas way right. before we were looking for Legolas. So are you I, adopting this as your second option? Well, I'm wondering whether, because we've actually had someone ahead of schedule come put to us in. and go, put this one. I put it in. Okay. Yeah. Now, we, we are quite guilty here at, at the Manic of if the original actor was white, we tend to cast white. I'll tell you we, what, what we yeah. should do. Yeah. I think whoever it is, we should definitely include. Yeah. Do you have any more options for yourself? Uh, remember, we can only put four. Into yeah, the... no, I know. What I'm thinking is, yeah, we do. We, we basically, what if we put a guaranteed one each across? We put... Amy's suggesting because it has been put across, and then we put one forward both, and then we see which one, one we we can agree on. Sure. To fill sure. the gap. Okay. So right. mine would be Sam Claflin against whoever you come up with for yourself. But who who's Amy's suggestion? Riz Ahmed. Just going to Google this person. <laughs> <laughs> you will have. I think he's the bad guy, in like Venom. Oh wow! Okay. Different to yeah, Orlando. very different. But yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah, so therefore that's Amy's Amy's choice. I think that's okay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. Put it across. We've always right. said if you can, if I mean, if you've got the means of getting a suggestion to us for a character we haven't done, put it across. Yeah, and if we don't um, hate every every moment of it, we'll put it might put it forward. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, so who's your suggestion for the final slot to go against Sam Claflin? See, I think yours is I think yours is better. Because I was going to go with Ben Hardy. Oh. Because okay. I was thinking, not from EastEnders, I was thinking of X-Men, Angel. Quite a square head, though. This, does that, is that a problem? <laughs> I just think all the people we've gone for so far, at least their faces are quite... Okay, well, I have someone else. 
I have, oh, no, I I have nothing a... against no, Bill no. Hardy. Well, you, you literally went, he's got a square <laughs> head. He's got a head, though, has he? You know. But, oh, the real question here is, good. the yeah. real question here is, yeah. how long are his hands? I'm not even going to Google that. I don't know. No, I don't want to know. Because I know there are bad things that will happen there. Right. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll whack another one in. Okay. I've got to say his name right, because it's not oh, what I was about to say. Brenton okay. Thwaites. I know the name. Dick Grayson from Titans. Oh, I don't know why I'm still Googling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that so much more. Yeah. I think that's better than Claflin. Do you? I think casting-wise, yes, I think it's better. Will it get the votes compared to Claflin? Probably not. But I think, actually, I think Brendan Thwaites should go forward. Cool. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So that means... Because I definitely cool. can't. <laughs> right. So, the four are uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yep. Uh, Brendan Thwaites. Yep. Riz Ahmed. Yep. And the bloke you said. Tom Hiddleston. Now, the problem is, with Tom Hiddleston, we might have a case of the Jensen Eccles on our case, where people might just yes. go, yes, I love him! Yes, even though, <laughs> totally wrong for the role, but totally I wrong for the role. now. Yeah, okay. okay. Yes, so I will put that poll on the Twitter when it's time to do that. Yes. Yes. And you'll be able to vote on on who you think gave the best option. And this time, it's not just me and Tobias playing for the, for the I know, I know, right? Now, obviously, you can take a leaf out of Amy's book and put your own suggestions forward, but obviously it won't be involved in the poll. But we, we actually did have someone comment on on the last um, poll that went up. Yeah. Uh, did you see? Oh. Let me see, because I've got it here. I on my... to get notifications. Yeah. Um, so here is the shout-out. So uh, this is a poll that's still open. Yeah. So this is... The, the the poll for Faramir that Domhnall Gleeson is currently still playing. Yeah. Um, where is it? Um, uh, Delgin uh, Zayoki, <laughs> and I'm sorry if I've butchered your name there. You definitely have. Has actually <laughs> said that they have said that, oh, no, this is wrong completely, but um, they've actually said, because we put Alexander Calvert forward for it, yeah. what they've actually done is they think he'd be good as Aragorn. And I just realised, but but I'm, I'm mentioning it because they have commented. Well, to that end, I was also this is a backward one. Amy, who's already like putting Riz Ahmed, and we're putting her option yeah. in this time. She said that she actually quite liked the idea, having just watched him recently, of James McAvoy being Aragon. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I will say, uh, Delgin has also um, attached several Photoshop photos of Alexander Calvert as Aragon. Have I not? Why am I not getting these things come through? Or is it because you're opening them before me, therefore I'm not getting them? I will say I didn't see the notification. I I can see that there is notification, but it was more of I was looking at your poll and then it was a comment on it. Alright. So yeah, as you said, if you do make a comment, we will will make a point of looking at it and maybe mentioning it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Coolio. Right. Uh, Are we done for that one? Thus concludes Casting Cat. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Now, nice. we probably shouldn't linger too much on anymore. No, we, we shouldn't. Quickly. Yeah. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Um, John Bernthal originally, it was basically almost a coin flip 
over whether they cast Andrew Lincoln or John Bernthal as Rick Grimes. So glad they went the way they did. Yeah. <laughs> just think John Bernthal is dislikable in it. But that could be because he's playing Shane. Yes, you know. I wonder what it would have been like, though, had he played Rick. Would they have cast Andrew Lincoln as Shane? Maybe or... maybe Rick would have left a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> um... I'm just, I'm quickly looking at all my things. Going. Actually, I'll tell you what, talking about um, replacements, a good one to look at is actually Smallville and Lex Luthor. Michael Rosenbaum, obviously, he leaves midway through, through the run. Didn't and... they replace the actor, did they? Sorry? Replace the actor, though, didn't they? Technically, yes, they did. Did they? Because they, yeah, they do a storyline later on where you don't see Lex Luthor, but he is mentioned as, oh, maybe he's not dead. Oh, oh, oh. and. Then there's a whole clone storyline where they that that well, Lex Luthor is trying to clone clone his like members of like a group who are fanatics around him, try and clone him to bring him back. But you don't see him for a long time, and then when you do start seeing Lex Luthor, and I'm doing that with inverted commas here yeah. in quotation marks, it's not him. It's other bold actors uh, randomly okay. stepping in until they get him back for the finale, um, and yeah. that is that is very backup where because Michael Rosenbaum stepped away, and then we're like, oh. Oh, no, we we want to do more. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably a good. I place mean, because let's be real, we could go for hours about this. We kind of we, stuff, we could, but right now we've got that little lull where we're going. What could we do? Because yeah. you'll know what happens. You know when you get to the end of a list, going, oh, I don't know if I can make it, and then you go, oh, I've got a million. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we easily do that. Yeah. So, I think we'll wrap that up there, wrap, and wrap. we can look at saying goodbye. But first of all. When this episode goes live, you'll be able to vote on the previous segment of who you thought should play the role of Legolas, the uh, fair-faced, long-handed, whatever you said about him, elf. Graceful. The graceful, long-handed, fair-faced <laughs> elf, Legolas. Um, and you'll be able to do that over at our Twitter account, at the Manic, with two N's. Very, Very important. important. And our Twitter account is the second best place to keep up to date with everything Manic. Tobias, where's the first best place? Or just only the fans. best place? Only fans that you are everything fans. you're looking for. We joke about it too often. I uh, feel like this might happen and it's no, not anyone it wants. No, nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. Uh, we have an exclusive patron community on the Discord where if you become a uh, patron for a minimum of oh, £1, very cheap as chips, um, then... You can join us. You can chat to us. We have game nights. We sometimes play Among Us. We are looking for other games that we can play. You know, it's kind of we have fun times. And as we, as you heard earlier in the episode, someone's just recently upgraded. That's right. They were giving us money and then went have more money. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yes. And obviously, the the patron is the best place to keep up to date with everything we do. It we offer indeed. so many exclusive contents. Uh, different levels get different things. We do gaming nights here and there with with the patrons. It's definitely yeah. worth looking at. But obviously, if you if you can't afford to do that, that's absolutely fine. We're just grateful for listens and just come over and say hi generally. Um, now, the link to our patron will be down below in a link tree as well as as well as links to all of our social medias. Hello, future Liam here. For some reason, the recording cut out just as we were doing the outro. So to clarify, all of our social media links, including our Patreon, are available in the Linktree link that will be in the description to this episode. Now, obviously, we didn't get to say goodbye, so Tobias, say goodbye. Goodbye, I'm Tobias. Stay safe, everyone, and most importantly, stay manic. Thank you.